He continued to crane his neck around as the crowds filtered away through the front door, expecting to see a last look of Mr. Rochester's tight, sculpted ass as it bounced around in the tight fabric of his dress pants. But alas, no ass, and no Mr. Rochester, so far as he could see. He had no idea what the hell he'd been doing or why the hell he'd not caught sight of the bastard the entire day. He supposed it was possible he'd left early while he was rubbing one out in the bathroom that afternoon, but he couldn't help but be somewhat disappointed by the fact. Before long, the entire place was empty once more, no one but him and the janitor, who could barely speak English, and who was out of his hair promptly enough. Half of the lights in the office were turned off, and he was left alone at his cubicle, nothing but himself and his work, and the sudden clarity of mind that he felt wash over him once the space around him had been vacated. So this was it, was it? This was how he was going to live his life from now on, come into work every day, not get any work done whatsoever in the looming sexual presence of his boss, and then stay after hours in order to actually accomplish anything, pushing himself to the limits of exhaustion in order to keep towing the line and to avoid being thrown out of the place on his ass. The goddamn American dream right there, wasn't it? And he was fucking living it. Deciding that bitching about all this would profit him little at all, he got to work and hammered through the mountains of paperwork at a steady pace once again, stopping occasionally to get up and stretch or to meander his way to the vending machines to check out the selection. He decided against the idea of ordering anything. He wasn't going to pay for an entire pizza just for one fucking person. Finally, at 10 o'clock at night, he decided he'd had just about damn enough of this shit for the night and rolled his chair back away from the desk, stretching and yawning, half triumphantly, half in resignation. He wished he could just crawl under his desk with a fucking sleeping bag and nest there for the evening, as if in a cocoon, but he was certain that security, or else Mr. Rochester himself, would have a problem with this arrangement. You could work yourself the fuck to death at this office at any and all hours of the night, but dared about a goddamn eye of sleep while inside these four walls, and you can more than likely be expected to be thrown out on the street on your ass for your insolence. He would, he decided, go home to his overbearing, obnoxious girlfriend for the evening, much as he loathed the idea, right after he made a quick stop at the restroom and took a piss. He stepped inside and up to the urinal, and didn't even hold on to his willy as he went. He sighed as he did so, then zipped up and splashed water on his face at the sink. It wasn't really that late, of course, but he was fucking exhausted after having worked himself to death over the past several hours. And he remembered that, oh yes, he needed to shut off all the lights before he left as well, lest the building manager have a fucking cow over them being left on all night. He dried his hands and stepped out of the bathroom. Almost instantly, he gasped and thought he would jump straight out of his skin in shock. There, standing before him, with a look that was not immediately legible across his face, was Mr. Rochester. The two of them stared one another down for what felt like an eternity, Mark's pulse unsteady, his eyes watering as his mind strained for words, but any potential sound caught in his throat like saliva. At last, Mr. Rochester was the one who spoke. Good evening. Putting in some overtime, eh? It warms me to know that my employees are so sincerely dedicated to the efforts of this company. He stepped toward Mark, the carpeted floor creaking slightly with his sauntering footsteps, Mark's body beginning to tense as his mind scrambled for a response. 
Oh, um, yes, sir, of course. I, uh... He cleared his throat. I'm just catching up on some things that I didn't quite get finished during the week. But by this point, any efforts at conversing on Mark's part had been shot straight to hell. His mind was a blank slate as he stared into Mr. Rochester's devilish eyes, boring into him like a drill, setting his knees to quivering. His boss's steamy breath melted into him, giving him goosebumps and causing him to break out in a cold sweat. He tried to catch himself to steady his breathing, but suddenly Mr. Rochester's hand was on his thigh, caressing him lightly through the fabric of his khakis, and Mark knew he was a complete goner.